What up, though? Welcome to Tamara to the Break of Dawn, the show where you'll literally ride my train of thought as I discuss the different types of challenges and struggles that we all can relate to. I'm your host, Tamara Dawn, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, you already know the struggle could be way too real sometimes. So my hope is that these shows will challenge and inspire you as I basically share the areas that I'm trying to grow in. So let's get it. So first things first, let me just say that in no way, shape or form am I saying that I have bipolar disorder. I am very well aware because my degree is in psychology, so I am very well, very well aware That bipolar disorder is a mood disorder that's characterized by highs and lows, the lows being depression, which, um, I mean, most people know what depression is, and then the highs being manic behavior, which is a lot of times really carefree and reckless behavior, and you kind of fluctuate between the two, um, not necessarily super rapidly, but over, you know, the course of some time. So I'm very well aware of what bipolar blah, bruh, bipolar disorder really is. Um, and it's actually kind of a pet peeve of mine when people, oh, the weather's bipolar just because people change a lot. That It's more than that. However, for the sake of the way most people understand bipolar, um, that's kind of why I went with that. Um, furthermore, I saw a meme and let me, another disclaimer in no way, shape or form. Am I saying that I'm the kind of person who is like, um, very much into like Zodiac signs or whatever, like based on when my birthday is, I guess, I don't want to say, I guess, according to it, I'd be labeled as a cancer, but I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, well I do this because I'm a cancer or I don't read my horoscope or I don't, none of that stuff, but I always find the memes kind of funny. And then there are times though, that when I read a meme, I'm like, oh, I felt that. So that being said, I saw a meme recently (laughs) and the meme was like, cancers be like, I love you so much. Kissy face, kissy face emoji. And then the next day. I don't think this is going to work out. Sad face, crying face emoji. And what I will say and what I will own up to is that the level to which I felt that, the the level to which I related to that, the level to which I was like, who is like out here telling people my business is just funny. I felt that. And then I remember I sent it to my cousin when I seen it because like me and feelings and how I just struggle with that whole thing. We talk about that. Um, but I felt that, you know what I mean? And that's, that's a lot of times why my feelings are fleeting. Even if I call myself interested in somebody, if you're new to this, I'm single, I've been single for 12 years after my divorce and you know, I've just realized that vulnerability is something that I really struggle with. Um, as far as talking to somebody and telling them whatever. And so I could have feelings for somebody 
or think I have feelings for somebody, um, but I'm so hot and cold that I, you know, I realize that's actually a, a, a kind of toxic trait. And so in the past, like I would be so hot and like tell people stuff if I like felt like I have feelings for them. And then none of it ever panned out to be a relationship. But what often would happen is then I would go cold. And I remember one time my mom said, you're either hot or cold when I was telling talking to her about somebody. And she said this like a long time ago. And I didn't really know what she meant by that until now I kind of understand it fully or more fully because um, that's how I am. Like I'm either all in and this is with everything i'm either all in or i'm i don't you know i don't have nothing to do with or want nothing to do with it i get bored with things very easily and so i real now that i kind of realize that um furthermore <laughs> i'm hot and cold but it doesn't just stay hot or cold it's like I fluctuate between the two that's what I realized too about me so it's kind of like now I'm at a point that I just don't say anything if I you know feel some type of way because I've I know me and I know that is very toxic and it's very unfair to someone to when I'm in my hot mode you know, oh, I'm all in. But then when I go cold, like that's unfair because other people maybe could just stay, you know, just kind of steady and whatever and just go with the flow. And I'm somebody that I really struggle with. Like, okay, so with that whole being hot and going all in thing, now let's step aside from relationships. Like, uh, we'll say working out. That's a good one. So, and like eating right. I'm the, I'm the kind of person that when I first start, because this has been such a journey over like the past decade after I started gaining weight. So this has been a journey where I will go all in and then I won't see results. And then I'm like, OK, this ain't working. I'm wasting my time or whatever will happen. And it, you know, it fizzle out and whatever. But what, but this year, okay, not this year, I should say, towards the beginning of, because it is a new year now. Um, so 2019, at the beginning of 2019, I um, really started trying to grow in consistency. Um, I don't like it at all because it just feels like bondage almost, like to just have routine and whatever. But I've come to appreciate it and understand like things are not going to just grow if you don't water it. And that's where the consistency comes in. And so like this last time with the whole fitness journey, I just, I kind of had to be consistent with eating healthier because I have to meal prep because I work two jobs and it's just the way my schedule is set up. If I don't meal prep, then I'm going to be having to spend unnecessary money on food. So then if I'm going to meal prep, I'm going to be intentional about what I what I meal prep. And I remember around Thanksgiving, 
is when I first started noticing that I was kind of starting to lose weight. Like, I remember my brother, actually, because I hosted and, you know, my brother came over for dinner and his girlfriend. And I remember my brother asked me, like, are you losing weight? And I remember when I got dressed that day and I put my shirt on, it just seemed longer than you know, the last time I wore it. And I was just like, huh. And I just kind of started paying attention to my clothes. But the reason that that finally came about is because of consistency, of continuing to, quote unquote, water the seed, even when I wasn't seeing results. And even with going to the gym and working out, I can't even say at that point, I was just like, oh, every day, because that's just, I don't necessarily have time I mean I guess you make time for what you really want to make time for but I'm not a super early morning person and the days that I work two jobs leave the house at 7 30 don't get home till 10 30 and I'm no it just it's not realistic those days and so I just try to I have four specific days a week where I try to you know get but there was a point when it was only like happening once a week um, you know, so it's not like I've just been this, but I have been consistent with the, you know, monitoring, you know, how I eat and what I eat and whatever. And so, so that's, you know, one thing with me with the whole hot and cold, like when I start off though, it's like, I want to see results immediately. Like as soon as I set my mind to something, it's like, I want it to happen now. I am not a patient person. I struggle with that. And so that's unfair to somebody in a relationship. And so because of that, I have, um, I don't know. I just haven't, you know, I just haven't. And then the whole talking phase is weird. Cause it's like, so, like, you're not really together because I've had, you know, like, I've tried online dating before. I don't like it because, I don't know, I just, it's not for me. And, but I just remember when I would try that and you messaging people and you don't really know them. And so, you know, if you don't talk to them all day, it's not really on some, dude, where you been, like, type stuff like I'm the kind of person that if my mom doesn't answer my call I drag it out if my kids don't answer I drag it out if you're somebody that is important to me and we are like close like that I'm gonna drag it out if you don't respond to me just because like you must like did you die you know what I mean and I don't know yeah, that's irrational, but that's just who I am. But you can't be doing that when you ain't really with somebody. And and then on top of that, you know, with this whole bipolar piece, I just, that's just the title. You know, somebody could tell me I'm the greatest human being in the world. You're so amazing. There's no one like you. And I would still just talk myself out of like, oh, you're, they're not going to want to be bothered or I just know how I am and it just, I'm, you know, kind of extra or whatever. And so I just, 
I don't know. And so then when I have those thoughts, which sure, that's negative self-talk. Um, but to be honest, previously, I was protecting myself from foolishness because every person I ever was interested in before, you know, I was just like, you know, something I was discerning in within that they were not right. And so I don't know. That's just how I'm going <laughs> to rationalize it. But it's like, I, yeah, you, you can't really be trying to check somebody like that and you have no claim to them. So then it's like, I don't know. And I struggle with, I struggle with small talk. Like, you know, I want to talk about, I don't know, just stuff that, I, just stuff that I think about, like, okay, so here's one thing. I think about I thought about it a lot and I haven't really talked to anybody about it ever because I'm like so I'm gonna just put it out here because however y'all feel about it I ain't gonna know anyway because I'm not there when you listen in so I don't know if dudes do this <laughs> this is so funny okay so sometimes as a female so this is this has to relate to going to the bathroom let me just so y'all don't think it's about to be nothing too crazy. Um, so sometimes as a female, if you go to the bathroom and like you're going pee and if you like have to fart when you're going pee and it's in the toilet. So then because it's this almost like speaker, it amplifies the sound to make it sound like probably more is going on than what is. And so... <laughs> I don't even know why I'm telling y'all this, but I'm just saying this is the type of random stuff that goes through my mind that like if I was in a relationship, I would need to feel that comfortable to talk to you about just whatever. Like I'm not really a, uh... but hold on, let me finish the thought. So what I find is that um, if I'm in a, like at work, cause that's really about the only place that I really have to use a public restroom. Um, so if I'm at work or let's just say I'm wherever and I have to go, I like, I don't feel free enough to just let it out because I just feel like I don't want people to think like I'm pooping and it's that loud or whatever. And then when I find myself doing that, I'll be thinking like, but why do I care? Like everybody farts, everybody goes poop, everybody... <laughs> does all these things and so I really I think about it like it's actually probably it's kind of no it's not embarrassing because I don't it is what it is but I think about that a lot and I just wonder does anybody else ever think about that and then when I thought about that I wonder like do men because I know y'all use journals or whatever like I don't know <laughs> and do y'all care like do y'all just poop freely because men seem to be a little different about that type of stuff but like that's just how that's what I'm saying like I think randomly about just all kinds of stuff or like what if when we and I've seen memes like this but I've been thinking like this since ever since way before social media was a thing but like what if you know when we die or what if like this is all just a dream you know what I mean? And 
you're going to wake up a baby in your crib. And I don't know. I just think random things. And so it's like, I don't know. But the people that I've had, and, and those have mainly been the situationships, go back and listen to Why I'm Single Part 1, where I talk more about that. The, si- the situationships and the people that I've had that type of, oh, you just go deep. See, the issue with that was that all you do is just go deep and you talk about all this stuff and it's this all-consuming thing and it's been super toxic um, and there hasn't, and it's been super unhealthy and as far as like boundaries and whatever, just, it just wasn't a good, so it's like, but that's all I know. So then trying to do anything outside of that where you just, like I struggle with small talk and I like... I really hate it. Like, yeah, it's cool for, you know, I have people where I'm just like, oh, how was your day? Have a great day. Like, I'm, you know, I can do it. But like, if that's all we do, I don't know. I, yeah. So it's kind of like, it's just, it's hard. So then in that stage of not really knowing, I am more prone to kind of talk myself out of stuff rather than um, try to ride it out because consistency is just, it's a struggle for me. And um, I don't know, it would take like a, a very patient person because like I said, like, man, listen, okay. So Thanksgiving that just passed. You know, my mom, so there are four of us. Um, I mean, I also have another sister that is not my mom's child. So I'm talking, when I say the four of us, I mean the four kids my mom brought into this world. I'm the oldest, regardless of, you know, who I include, because I could even include step-siblings too, regardless, I'm the oldest. But my mom went to go visit my grandma for Thanksgiving. And I remember, you know, she told me and I'm like, oh, okay. And then as it got closer and I just started really thinking about that and not because I would have to cook everything because it wasn't my first Thanksgiving that I cooked on my own. It was only my third simply not because I can't cook because I can, but it's just my mom spoils us. And so my mom cooks every, you know, year and, as we've gotten older, of course, she'll she'll say, oh, can you bring this or can you bring that? But for the most part, she'll just do everything. So then when she, which this has happened three years, I can tell you every year it was, um, 2016, 2018, and 2019, she did not spend Thanksgiving with us. So um, I had to cook because I have kids, so I'm going to have to cook regardless is how I look at it. And then... I'm like, okay, well, to my younger siblings, you know, which my sister, we share a house, so she's already here. My brother and his girlfriend came. But anywho, leading up to that, I remember texting mom, and I was dead serious in that moment. I was like, do you even love us? Like, why are you leaving us on Thanksgiving to go, yeah, it's her mom, I know, I know, but she didn't bring her mom into this earth. She brought me into this earth she's supposed to steward me 
You know what I mean? Like God blessed her with me. She was just a regular person. I'm the oldest. So she was just a regular person before I came into her life. And then I made her a mother. You know what I mean? And I know my mom loves me, you know, <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, don't start this again. Cause she knows I'm dramatic and my kids know, I'm, and I'm not like super duper drag it out dramatic, but my, but you know, people who know me know. So it's like, I would need somebody who is super patient that is not moved by that because I don't mean it in a, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I ain't even going to necessarily say anything's wrong with me because I just have to get out sometimes what's in my head and whether it's rational or not, you know, it just, I just got to get it out because I'm an external processor. And so, you know, my dad is the same way, the dad who raised me, um, where, and <laughs> I don't, which let's just sidebar. If you if you're not new, you'll notice every time I say my dad, I always have to clarify the dad who raised me. And I do that for a reason is because I've said things about my relationship with my bio dad and for whatever reason, I don't want people to feel like, oh, well, maybe they like patched it up. No, no, he, you know, it is what it is. So I just want to clarify that. So you understand who I'm talking about and what I'm talking about. But anywho, he's the same way. I could call him and just vent and people will just listen. And that's all I need sometimes is just to be heard. Because if you don't listen and at least let me get it out, like don't try to tell me to feel differently or whatever. If anything, maybe explain to me like, you know, my mom explained, you know, I want to go see my mom because da, da 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 I knew all that, but you know, how I felt at the moment when I text her was that she didn't love me. She, I know she loves me in my heart, but in my mind, in that moment, that's how I felt. And that's what I sent her. And I can do that with my mom. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, hot and cold, bipolar, however you want to clap, even though it's not technically, technically, bipolar but it's like I always feel like why would I take somebody through that so whoever and who knows I may be single forever but whoever may I don't know they don't have to be super patient with me and just not be moved because because at the same time of all that I am loyal and I am like, how can I? So I kind of, so we'll use the situationships, for example, so I can explain what I'm trying to say. Those were all people who were kind of like me, where they were very hot and cold, very, um, you know, emotionally driven, whatever. And so this is where it became toxic. And this is when I realized, because I used to always think I wanted somebody just like me because they understand me. And then I kept getting people just like me who understood me, but really they didn't, but really they did because they did understand me. But at the same time, they didn't understand what I needed. So I got what I wanted, but then because it was, but then it was a hot mess every time. And I realized it wasn't what I needed. And then that's when I realized 
I need somebody who's nothing like me. I'm extra. I don't need nobody extra. I need somebody not boring because I like to laugh and have fun. So that's not what it means. But I need you to be like more steady because when I'm up and down per se, it's not like, you know, oh, I don't want to be with you type stuff. So it's not playing game. It's not whatever. But it's like I question a lot. Like even with my kids, I'll be like, do you think I love you? And how, why do you think I love you? How do I think I love you? It's, or how do you think I love you? It's just how I'm wired to be very inquisitive and ask questions. And I need you to just answer the questions. <laughs> like I don't need you to be irritated by it. I just need you to understand that that's just who I am and how I am and just kind of, you know, accept me as I am. And so for the people who were like me, it's like because they were like me and they were up and down and da 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 then it's like it made me it it almost um fueled whatever insecurities I may have had or questions. It made the answers to my question were like, Oh and then they were about some bull anyway. So it's kinda like Yeah, um, and so the, after that last situation, like I said, that was, gosh, now four years ago, almost, um, it just made me really <laughs> reevaluate things. And then that's just kind of how I am. Like when certain things, when I notice a pattern, then I'll get to be like, okay, pause. Like, why does this keep happening? How does this, how did I get here? again and again and again okay let me just kind of chill and just kind of figure myself out because obviously I'm putting something out there or you know I'm not paying attention to this or just whatever to where um I keep having the same things happen over and over so yeah that's kind of something else I realized about why I just kind of stay single and it's just interesting how I just keep more and more keeps unfolding as I'm just really I don't know I don't really talk to people like that I really just kind of go to work and a lot of my energy goes into creative projects now which is exciting because I always wanted to be in that like headspace um, and my friends laugh and my kids because I always be like, okay, I'm about to go to the studio. This it's a, hey, it's a nice little setup for what I need in here in my closet, but you know, it is what it is. You start somewhere. Maybe one day I'll be in a for real studio, but in the meanwhile, this gets it done. And so because of that, my mind is always. I don't know, my mind is just a lot more open lately and just more, I pay a lot more attention to what's happening on, you know, around me and within me and how I'm responding to things and all that stuff. So this is something that I realize is another reason why I'm just kind of like, even though the desire is still there to be in a relationship, um, you know, especially, of course, during the holidays. I feel like the holidays, 
um, really always highlight all kinds of stuff. It highlights, you know, loved ones who are not, no longer here. Um, it highlights, you know, desires that don't, haven't, you know, come to fruition yet or whatever. I feel like maybe it's because I have, I had more, but it's always like this on the holidays, but like I have more time off from work. So when I have more time off, I don't, it's hard for me to just be, I always feel like I got to be doing, doing, doing. So it just, I don't know, but this is something else I noticed. Um, I'm sure there'll be a part three cause you know, it is what it is. It's life, but that's all I got for y'all on today until next time. I'm not going to